My name is Martha. And I'm Colby. And this is the Shit You Need to Know podcast. The show where we talk about what you need to know to live your best millennial life. Listen in each week as we talk about everything from our favorite pizza to how to drop your toxic friends. We ask each other the questions and somewhere between us, there's an answer. Because there's shit you need to know. Hey, I'm Martha. Good morning. This is Colby on the Shit You Need to Know podcast. A podcast where we talk about things you need to know and some things you didn't. We are recording this Sunday morning because it was Thanksgiving and we spent time with our family. So we're kind of coming up around the bend here. Normally we do these like Wednesday night at seven. So we'll see. <laughs> it's definitely more morning for you, Martha, than it is for me, but it's yeah, still morning. <laughs> it's about 10 a.m. Oh my God. It's noon. It's 11 for you. You should be totally fine. Yeah, um, but I'm not like as energetic as I am like in the evening, but yeah, we'll make that's it. Fair. So before we get into the question of the week, I wanted to answer <laughs> Colby's question. So why don't it, we make this your question of the week? Sure. That, that, no, that's a, all right, well, let's just explain. Okay. So, uh, it just snowed overnight in Minnesota. And if you hear a, like a snowblower, uh, during the recording, uh, my neighbors have been snowblowing. So apologies for that. But Colby asked if there was a difference between a leaf blower and a snow blower. They <laughs> seem functionally the same. And y'all remember that Colby lives in North Carolina and has only ever seen an inch I of see snow, snow at a time. every year. I know. No, but like very small quantities of snow. At most, like, like at the very most, like 10 to 12 inches. Oh, that's actually way more than I thought. Um, yeah, like we get like legit snow. It just only happens like twice a year. So yes, there is a difference between a snow blower and a leaf blower. A leaf blower um, is not tethered to the ground. I guess like a snow blower has a motor that you kind of push around and then it clears the snow off on, why well, not? It, it displaces it. So I need to, I need to Google to see what oh, a I know I, it's, like. it's kind of hard to explain like I just assume everyone has seen a snowblower so like you were confused when I took a picture and you were like why is there no snow on the ground <laughs> yeah like oh it's 60 places oh, in the world hmm it looks more like a lawnmower okay interesting I okay I I now know that I've definitely never seen a snowblower before <laughs> <laughs> that's a little that's a funky looking machine it's functionally useful and very helpful when you don't want to shovel. So I never want to shovel. I don't do the shoveling in my household. So <laughs> our question of the week is, do you think Taylor Swift deserved artist of the decade at the American music awards? Uh, no, Drake, Drake, not even yeah, Beyonce I think by, by sheer numbers. I think it's Drake. I think if you like look at like the number of weeks at number one, Drake has the most by far. So, so I find thinking like artists of the decade, like whose music defined this decade. I think it's Drake. That's not to say that like Adele and Beyonce and Rihanna didn't have like very large strides in music this decade. But I think so much music has gone through Drake and has been influenced by Drake and has been touched by Drake because he features on a thousand things every year. So yeah, I'm saying Drake. I don't know if I disagree with you. I definitely agree that she shouldn't have 
I don't know. She hasn't like, has she been around? Yeah, she's been around for a whole decade, but. Yeah, she she broke out like what? Oh, nine, oh, eight. like that. I don't, whatever. You know, we're established. We've established before that we don't actually like Taylor Swift that much. So <laughs> no. Uh, and I'm not saying that like she was not very influential this decade. She obviously was. Yeah, but. but- I yeah. I think it's Drake. I mean, listen to a few episodes back on our unpopular opinions. That'll tell you all you <laughs> need to know. <laughs> Find me on Instagram at real Martha Riley and at S Y N T K pod, where I will try to post the poll. I didn't do it last week again. Oops. My bad. Where can we find you Colby? Uh, for the time being until Twitter, actually lets me have some dead accounts you can find me on twitter at colby complaints (laughs) yeah you're trying to switch your name to at colby right at it's colby oh all right all right best of luck best of luck i got i know i gotta jump on it (laughs) (laughs) it is a new month on our podcast and we are excited to wrap up the end of the year with y'all uh we don't really know what we're doing this month we're kind of just it's gonna be a hodgepodge potpourri month uh we're just sort of wrapping up things and maybe we're gonna do some best of list maybe we're gonna do some other things that we haven't decided yet but this week uh we are doing some questions so there's a place on the internet called answerthepublic.com and what basically this is it's a website where it tells you the most searched things in relation to a keyword so you know, like those autofill Google results, like how tall is Chris Evans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like my face hurts. Is it cancer or something? <laughs> like something like that. I don't yeah, know if so people that, actually that search very for that. common search drink. My <laughs> yeah. face hurts. Is it cancer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad on the spot. So we are doing that. We're answering questions in relation to millennials and Generation Z. Uh, so I hope I didn't just out myself as constantly googling how, how tall celebrities are <laughs> how hold on how how tall is chris oh see my search You're result like six, was three oh he's six oh uh my search really? results were john boyega uh how tall is john boyega and then how tall is he's timothy chalamet i look how tall john boyega is because he's i it, he's my answer to who should play me in like a biopic but, but like i also short, yeah. don't want someone shorter than me playing me because i i'm not going to play myself like that <laughs> so uh, he is short he is five eight so colby couldn't be me sorry please proceed <laughs> i need you to pick from the following choices we're going to do r can how what when, where, which, who, why, or will. Do you remember any of those? I feel that was more than I thought there was going to be. So I can read them again if you want. Uh, how? Okay. So how millennial are you? Uh, I mean, apparently it depends on who you ask for <laughs> me <laughs> because I am a cusper. I am on the cusp of Gen Z or millennials. So I feel like the way I grew up and the way I was brought up and like my like family's like social standing, I feel like I'm closer to Gen Z, like elder Gen Z. Um, I had access to a lot of technology that makes Gen Zers the way they are. So I'm going to stick with that. Not to say that like I don't have some qualities that are often prescribed to millennials but i don't know 
Yeah. I feel like you are a lot more millennial than I am. I am firmly in the millennial, but I was thinking about this today because I know we were, we were talking about this and this was going to come up. I was thinking that we're kind of like the MySpace generation. Like that's how I would classify us as. But I never had MySpace. Well, shit, then that doesn't fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> I was too young for my MySpace, really. Okay, next question. How millennial are you quiz? <laughs> Like the BuzzFeed one that we did? Did you do the BuzzFeed one? I did, but that's one of the How Millennial Are You quiz BuzzFeed. <laughs> I got a uh, Gen Z and they said I was 19 and I was mad about it. I think I got Millennial slash Gen X. I, I can't remember, but uh, How Millennial Are You food? What does that mean? I don't know. Do, do we have, do young people eat differently Maybe than like older people? Maybe like avocados or like millennial you know, actually, I think I actually have an answer to this for like how millennials eat. I feel like my parents' generation likes chain restaurants a lot more than people my age. I'm a bitch for Panera, though. No, but like that's like fast food, fast casual. I mean, like Outback and Olive Garden and those sorts of things. I feel like people our age are more likely to go to like a similarly priced restaurant that's independently owned. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think there are certain things that millennials eat that are trendy. Like there was an avocado shortage, shortage, like we talked about that. I don't know. I can't think of anything else, but I don't know. People want to know. How millennial mobsters. What? That's all it says. (laughs) How millennial mobsters. Shall we invent a millennial? Are we millennial mobsters? What does that mean? I don't think there's enough money going around for <laughs> <laughs> young people for us to be legit mobsters. No uh, Al Capones are running around on Instagram. <laughs> no. Yet. Someday. People are going to come into their inheritances, but then, yeah, they'll still be millennials. You don't, you don't age out of being a millennial. Okay, next one. How millennial doctors are transforming medicine? That's a great question. Maybe something we should look into. Maybe we should look into that. I was looking, I mean, I can t- tangentially relate this to a show I'm watching called Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> which I've never... What? I've never heard of that. <laughs> I've never seen it before, and I'm enjoying it. I started it... God, I don't even know, but I am on season five now, like halfway through season five. I know I've been watching it really fast because I have like fucking 10 years of TV to catch up on. There's so much TV. Um, But there's some drama because a new surgeon comes in because she's younger um, and makes the better call and like saves the patient's life. So I don't know. Maybe we take more risks in medicine. Maybe we um, are better problem solvers. I don't know. I think the biggest change that I've seen has been uh, an approach to medicine that is more inclusive. I think that trans folks are getting better support than they were for like previous generations. I think that um, there are strides being made for women and women of color specifically as far as um, medicine is concerned i think that a lot of it is stemming from less just cis white dudes are the doctors the less percentage there are of cis white dudes as doctors i think the more progressive we are with healthcare. 
that we are we're getting. Yeah, I think that I feel like isn't there a shortage of doctors or something or like people don't want to be doctors just because it takes so long. So I don't know. We might have a shortage of doctors and people are overworked and overtired. I don't know. Not to say like I don't believe you. I just haven't looked it up. But if that is true, I feel like that might be because of the rising cost of education and the people that can afford to go to med school are the ones that's going to med school. And I feel like that is not good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and NYU, I think, made med school free. They did. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Because my partner has looked into going to med school at NYU. Oh, because she wants to go for free. Makes sense. Um, Well, I hope she gets in. Uh, Let's see. Uh, How millennial are you? Answer. That's for you to find (laughs) out. Uh, Follow up question. How millennial am I? (laughs) people are really concerned with like finding their identity as far as like where they lie in within a generation which i mean spoiler alert for me i don't think matters that much uh how millennial bosses lead are we bosses i think we might be i don't know i've had millennial bosses before okay i haven't Really? Yeah. No, all my bosses have been older, like forty, like uh, the next gen, gen Y, I think. Gen X, Gen Y is millennials. Um. Oh, got it. I so all of my bosses actually up until now have been thirty three or younger. Oh damn! So I. And I haven't been with my new boss long enough for, and also, so I just had my first week of work at my new job and she wasn't in this week. Um, She's getting her house renovated. So I am not quite sure what her leadership style is. So I don't have like a good benchmark of like what makes younger bosses like different than older bosses. But I guess from my mom is a supervisor and like manages people. I feel like there is honestly here. I'll put like a superficial one. Uh, younger people are less concerned with how people look in the workplace. That's that's very true. Because my mom was uh, complaining about how one of her employees was like wearing a hoodie, like while they were doing their work in like a call center. And I'm like, oh. mom, they, they can't see. Yeah, <laughs> they, they can't. They can't see them. <laughs> I think I used to work at a pretty like not conservative company, but it was definitely more towards the old fashioned end. And we definitely had to wear business casual every day. And now at my new job, jeans are okay. So it's definitely trending in the right direction. And I know some companies are just completely casual, which is totally awesome. Um, But yeah, I think there's, there's work to be done and we'll see how the next generation leads. I also, it, for sure, though, still depends on your field of work. Because when I worked in higher education, it was still very much like wear a tie every day. How millennials make money. The same way everyone else makes money. <laughs> we have jobs. Maybe slightly more side hustles, but also that's because we don't get paid. <laughs> 
Our next category is the R question. So questions that start with R, we just did questions that start with how. So from the search terms, are millennials entitled? No, we are not entitled. We have a standard for how we want to live and don't believe that we have to live in destitutedness. Is that word destitute? I don't know. Whatever the correct version of that word is. I don't think we're entitled on the whole. I think that millennials may be entitled, but I think it's a very like person to person thing. It's definitely not a whole generation of entitlement. I think that's incorrect. Next question. Are millennials Gen Z? No. Are millennials Gen Y? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Are millennials boomers? No. No. Are millennials digital natives? Some are, some are not. What does digital native mean? Digital native means that you're like born with the internet or like born with technology, born with the internet. And like you grew up with that sort of technology around you. Okay. Yeah. Most of us are. Um, Are millennials brand loyal? I'm not. Some definitely are. I feel like I'm not really. I was, uh, but so like mine was like specifically like shoe companies. Well, <laughs> it was like yeah. I, I only had Nikes for a while. I think uh, that's but, pretty common, but I feel like for clothing, I usually A, buy whatever's cheap and cute and B, like it depends on what I need and where I am. Like if I need a new pair of jeans, shit, I'm just going to go to the first store I know that like has jeans that fit me, whatever's closer. I don't know. So I went for, this is how I broke out of my shoe complex, not being able to buy from more than one shoe company. So when I was at- you know it's a complex? (laughs) If we want to call it that. When I was at Carolina, Carolina is a Nike Jordan school. So I wanted all of my shoes to match with the stuff I got for band because the band's under the athletics budget. So I almost only had- Jordans and Nike stuff. Then I got an internship at the Atlantic Coast Conference and the ACC is an Under Armour. The conference is sponsored by Under Armour. So I got a bunch of, or I didn't get a bunch. I got like two Under Armour shoes. Um, and then I needed like stuff to go with my Under Armour stuff. And then I worked at uh, the place I just left working. <laughs> um, and they are in Adidas school. So I got a bunch of Adidas stuff. And now I have all three and I just buy whatever looks cool. There you go. Basic, so basically, if you don't, if you want to get out of just buying from one shoe place, work at a bunch of different places that give you free shoes. <laughs> are millennials poor? Absolutely. On the whole, yes. And the inflation rate is insane. No, no, no. Are millennials different? I mean, yes, everyone's different. <laughs> But also, no, everyone's the same. Everything has happened before and also hasn't happened before at the same time. Uh, if if this means like are millennials different from like, OK, there are like two sides to this. They're like, are we different from just straight up different from un- other like age groups, age segments? Yes. But I also feel like the silent generation or the greatest generation felt the same way about boomers as boomers feel about us and how we will feel about whatever generations after Gen Z, if yeah, that makes sense. That's fairly possible, I guess. Cause the kids, well, Gen Z hasn't technically ended yet. So 
It just depends, I think. I mean, you can't call a two-year-old a Gen Z. That doesn't make sense. They can not even talk. I mean, yeah, they, I don't know, whatever. Developmental milestones. Are millennials and Gen Z the same? Uh, on paper? No. no. But we probably have similarities to each other. Younger millennials are similar to older Gen Z. Like us. Yay. Are millennials buying homes? I have friends that are Some buying are. homes. Yeah. I, I think we're unique because you live in the South and I feel like people get married pretty early on in the South and I live in Minnesota and I feel like we're still pretty family centered. Yeah. I think we're still like family centered enough that people are getting married early, buying homes early. I don't know. Yeah. I think that, the I mean, the ones that have the ability to buy houses are still buying houses. I think there are some people who just don't um, see the value or they want to place their value in other places besides property ownership, which I think is like fair. I don't think it's as important to own a home for our peers as it is for people older than us. Yeah, for sure. Are millennials depressed? I think that here's what I honestly think. I think that people our age are not more depressed than people older than us. I think that people our age are more likely to seek out help for it. I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, I, we have more access to mental health care. Well, maybe not more access, but it's widely talked about more. Uh, we talk about it on this show. I mean, it's talked about it in the news. And I think it's just out there more. So we may not be more depressed. We just are maybe treated more often. Are millennials doomed? <laughs> yeah. We're all doomed. We're all going to die. That's just not exclusive to millennials. <laughs> Are millennials drinking less? Um, I feel like I saw a study that said yeah, yes. I think I saw that. I'm going to Google that. <laughs> I'm Googling the search term. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right. Millennials are sick of drinking, but they're not giving up booze just yet. Headline of the Atlantic. I don't. Yeah. I think like overall, I think we maybe are drinking less. Like I know we always grew up with alcohol in the home. It wasn't something like my parents hot hid. They drank a couple times a week. And I would say I try to cut it back to like only two days a week. Um, I think Thanksgiving was the exception, but yeah, normally I, I feel like I only try to drink a couple days a week. Uh, how much I drink depends on the night and depends on if I have access to a bottle of wine. So my parents didn't really have a bunch of alcohol in the house while I was growing up. It was um, very, very rare. Actually, I myself only drink on week on weekends, not on school nights, as I, as I put it to Martha one time. So yeah, I'm I'm not sure if we drink less. To be determined. Are millennials born after the year 2000? No. no. Are millennials... Not by most standards. True. Uh, God. No, not by any. Oldest person would be 19 if they were born in 2000. So, ooh, my cousins were all born after 2000. Yikes. I'm old. 
my oldest cousins just started college. They're 18 and I'm 25. I'm still seven years older than them. Um, are millennials the largest generation? That I don't know. I mean, statistically, probably because everyone's dying off. Like, you can't say the silent generation has many people around still. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, the, if not, we will be in the next, or they will be. I don't know. I'm going to keep saying we because it's easier. Uh, in the next, what, 20 years, uh, millennials will be. Yeah. We're all going to die. <laughs> what if this is? <laughs> Slow march towards death. <laughs> Oh, existential questions for a Sunday morning. Hey, that should be the name <laughs> of our podcast. <laughs> Sunday morning at cafe. I don't know. Um, are millennials healthier? I honestly don't know. I don't know. Yes. Maybe. Is obesity still on the rise? So from what I can see, it looks like older millennials are not as healthy as younger millennials which makes sense people get older they have less good health more things are likely to happen also um eight of the top 10 mental millennial health conditions were more common for older millennials than they were for gen x um and a lot of are depression hyperactivity substance abuse which i feel like are things that even more older millennials are more likely to be treated for than people older than them. So I don't know. I have, I didn't dig into the methodology. This is from a time article from April 24th, 2019. I have not digged into the actual report because a lot of words and we don't have time for all that. <laughs> or maybe no one cares. Uh, are millennials the snowflake generation? Um, first of all, I'm not going to dignify that with an answer. No. Are millennials worse off? I don't know. Are you Maybe worse off because you're older to death? <laughs> it, it depends on what you, what you mean by worse off. Are millennials more environmentally conscious? I would say as a whole. Yeah. As a whole, yes. Like, I definitely try. I feel like it's definitely on the rise. Like, don't use single-use plastics, like bring your grocery bags to the grocery store um, instead of getting stuff there. I wouldn't say I'm like perfect at it. I think I still have a lot of work to do, but I also have the feeling that maybe you agree. I don't know if one person is going to stop climate change, so I don't feel that bad if I forget to recycle sometimes because who knows if they're even recycling? Like, I don't know. I think that... How do I want to phrase this? I think that more emphasis needs to be put on giant corporations who are manufacturing things with plastic because a lot of people, you can't expect them to always buy sustainably because it's not always the most cost effective and people need to like look out for themselves to make sure that they live and have a quality of life. So I think it comes down to a lot of the people that we are buying from to start making more sustainable things and the more sustainable things there are, uh, the less it will cost and then the whole plan is better off. Indeed. Also, I'm digging into this report a little bit after I said I wouldn't. <laughs> it's it's weird. I don't know what to make of it because it says, hey, we 
talked to people in like 2014. Then we talked to them in 2017 and they had more health problems. It's like, yes, (laughs) that tracks. They got older and and they had more health problems. So I don't know. The um, reports from Blue Cross Blue Shield. um, Oh, well, I I feel like insurance companies are biased in that. Like, I would say they would, I don't know, you need insurance because you're dying. I could see that as a marketing technique. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Okay, last question for the R's. Are millennials more health conscious? Yeah. I feel like smoking's going down. Unprotected sex is going down. Tobacco smoking. Yeah. Yeah, let me rip a jewel pod, bro. (laughs) So, yeah, I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Our last set of questions from Answer the Public, uh, not sponsored. <laughs> uh, we are doing questions with the word where in them. So the first one is millennial, where to buy? Where to buy a house? Where to buy a millennial? Where to buy, <laughs> where to buy a millennial? <laughs> All right. Where does millennial farmer live? Where are where the, all does the farmers? millennial farmer? <laughs> is that like... <laughs> Is this just one dude who calls himself Millennial Farmer? <laughs> Where does Millennial start? What? Millennial starts with you. <laughs> Where do Millennial moms shop? Oh, let's tackle this question. I just read an article about this and there was like, it was in the New Yorker, I think, and... There's a phase on Etsy where there's cute shirts like wine and Amazon Prime or something. Uh, so Etsy? <laughs> sure. Amazon? Yeah. I don't, don't know, know many millennial moms. So. I, I do. She shops on, she shops at thrift stores a lot. So maybe that's a trend. God, millennial farmer pops up again. Uh, where is millennial farmer from? We'll say Minnesota. Okay, I gotta see if Millennial Farmer. Yeah, Google Millennial Farmer. Let's see what pops up. There's a YouTube channel. Is it popular? Wow. Okay. Um, three hundred ninety-two thousand subscribers. Maybe Millennial Farmer is popular. But also, I saw a result from Minnesota Millennial Farmer. So maybe he does live in Minnesota, or maybe. Google just heard me talk, and that's why you're getting. <laughs> Where did millennial pink come from? I think I can answer this. I think it gained popularity with the bland, the brand Glossier, um, which came from a blog called Into the Gloss, and that was pretty popular because all their packaging was like bright bubblegum pink. Um, and I think it was actually a color of the year. Uh, let me check that. While you're checking that, there was there's a comedian that I listened to, Mike Falzone, who was talking about millennial pink. He said, how arrogant do you have to be to see a color and say, this is mine now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. Color of the year in 2019 was Living Coral. Uh, so, which is not super millennial. Like, that's not the shade of pink that I was thinking. Millennial Farmer has a podcast. Okay, we're we're over Millennial Farmer. No, we're not. It's called have, Off the Husk. We have <laughs> moved on. Millennium Park. That is in Chicago. Is that where the bean is? I believe so. I think I'm going in January, so I will take a picture. Where did millennials come from? 
our parents. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, where do millennial millionaires live? Um, Not here. <laughs> Not in this house. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> uh, California? Seattle? New York? I, I watch these videos on YouTube and they're called like, it's they're from CNBC and it's called Millennial Money actually. Um, they're pretty interesting if you ever are bored on YouTube. I 100% believe that you watch CNBC stuff on YouTube. <laughs> That's the least it's surprising thing I've ever learned about you. It's interesting. Uh, but they did just have an episode with a guy who made like $1.2 million a year. He was a real estate investor and he lived in California. So I don't know. Where does the millennial generation end uh, with you? <laughs> Stars with E wins with you. <laughs> uh, I guess like technically Col- Colby, it ends in nineteen ninety. Everyone younger than me. Is yeah, Gen it's like nineteen ninety five ish. We'll say. Oh well, then I'm Gen Z for sure. Then. Well, yeah, I don't know. I According haven't decided what you are yet. <laughs> what whatever authority she has. <laughs> All of it. Uh, next question. Where is MN Millennial Farmer located? <laughs> is that really it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this is, dude. I told you we'd get back to Millennial Farmer, so we well, have the shit. podcast. Okay. It's called Off the Husk with Minnesota Millennial Farmer. Where is MN Millennial Farmer? <laughs> oh, yeah. Zach Johnson pops up. Well, shit. Farm Millennial on Twitter? Wow, 13.1 thousand followers. Did I just find a website that only sells farm-focused merchandise? (laughs) Oh, yeah, those exist. Oh, wow, you just heard my Minnesotan. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Where to buy Millennial Loteria? I don't know what that is. Spell it. Where to buy Millennial Monopoly? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's dumb. Wait, what's the last thing you said? Millennial Loteria? Yeah, I think it's like Loteria is uh, Spanish for lottery, I think. Loteria Millennial. Yeah, oh, it's a game. A traditional game of chance similar to bingo, but using images on a deck of cards instead of of numbered ping pong balls. Also known as Mexican bingo. Interesting. Where to buy Millennial Monop... Fucking A, I can't say it anymore. I'm dying. Uh, Where... (laughs) To buy Millennial Monopoly. Is I mean, that a thing? It is a thing. Um, and it totally misses the point of Monopoly. Like oh, I, wait. Isn't... Oh, I thought it was like Millennium Monopoly. I've heard of that, but... No, mon- there's like Monopoly that's like... And it just basically makes fun of millennials the entire time. So I don't know. Like, is this like Monopoly for boomers? Like, I don't know who this is for. It uh, fails to see the irony of Monopoly because it was supposed to be a socialist propaganda. And then it completely became commercialized, which is. Uh, the headline is Monopoly for Millennials reminds players that adulting is hard. Moving on. I don't like that. I don't like being made fun of. Maybe that's a trait for millennials. Um, well, where was Elder Millennial filmed? 
Is that uh, a thing? Is that a thing? I feel like it's just as us learning that things exist. <laughs> um, Elder Millennial. Oh, yeah, it is. It's a comedy special. Oh, on it's the Eliza Schlesinger. Yeah. yeah. I've watched that uh, special. Yeah, it's good. I'll have to watch it. Uh, where is the millennial reign in the Bible? What? Where is the millennial reign in the Bible? God damn it. Now I just have to search these because. Listen, I am very familiar with the Bible and I have never heard of millennial reign. (laughs) Okay. 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 Here we go. I found it. Revelation 20, uh, the international standard version, the vision of the millennial reign. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding the key to the bottomless pit with a large chain in his hand. He captured the dragon, that ancient serpent, also known as the devil and Satan, and tied him up for a thousand years. He threw him into the bottomless pit, locked it, and sealed it over to keep him from deceiving the the nations anymore until the thousand years were over. After that, he must be set free for a little while. Yes, okay. I, when you said rain, I thought you meant like, I thought you meant like precipitation, not like like a like a king reigns okay but also i purposefully do not read revelation (laughs) (laughs) i mean god that's probably the first time i've looked at a bible verse in years so uh i get you okay last question um i'm gonna challenge us not to google it (laughs) okay where is roaming millennial from I don't know what that is. Well, that's why we have to guess. Who is it? What is Roaming Millennial? Are they a person? Is it a book? Is it a uh, YouTube channel? I'm going to say somewhere in the New York metropolitan area. So okay. maybe not specifically New York City, but like North Jersey, like, you know, Connecticut, somewhere up there. Ooh, all right. So I looked it up because eventually we're going to have to look it up. (laughs) Uh, Her name is Lauren Chen, uh, better known as Roaming Millennial, is a Canadian YouTube blogger and Blaze TV host who promotes right wing talking points. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) LOL. (laughs) We, We don't like that. Roaming Millennial. Huh. Literally never heard of this person in my life. Oh, I'm looking at her Twitter. Her first tweet is, this impeachment sham is ridiculous. Nope. You're Canadian. Get out of here. You have no say. (laughs) But you know what? I love finding opportunities to proactively mute people on Twitter. Here we go. You can also take this opportunity to follow Millennial MN Millennial Farmer on Twitter. Are we sure you want to do that? We have not looked into who this might be the fastest milkshake duck ever. Well, anyways, thank you for listening to us as we discuss the nation's pressing questions and beyond. Um, Is there anything else you want to say about millennials this week, Colby? No. Okay. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. And next week we are doing something that we don't know yet because honestly, it's the end of the year. We're tired. (laughs) Just give us a break. Oh, but that's a good opportunity to mention that we will not have new episodes for the last two weeks of the year. We are going to take some time to regroup, create some new content, and maybe come back with a new name. We haven't decided yet. So uh, keep us in your pod feed, even though there will be no new episodes. We will remind you of that next week and the week after. 
find us online at www.shityouneedtoknow.com or needtoknow.show and on Twitter and Instagram at SYNTKpod. Thank you to Stephen Boyd and DJ Empirical for all things sound. And thanks to Sir and Purs for the artwork. Big shouts to Irene, even though you don't listen to the podcast. And don't forget to rate us five stars and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And we'll talk soon. Okay. We we will find a way to end <laughs> one of these podcasts somewhere. Why some, are we so bad at this? Ugh. Someday. Will it be next week? Stay tuned. <laughs> Shit. <laughs>